Hey, hey, hey. 
Krishna is the lover of Radha. He displays many, many amorous pastimes in the groves of Vrindavana. He is the lover of the cowherd maidens of Braj, the holder of the great hill named Govardhan, and the beloved son of Mother Jashoda. He delights the inhabitants of Braj and wanders in the forest along the banks of the river Jamuna. Srila Prabhupada was very fond of this song and sang it before his lectures. In Allahabad and Gorakhpur, Srila Prabhupada fell into a trance after singing the first two lines. And after some time, he came back into external consciousness and said, Now just chant Hare Krishna. Mm -hmm. Srila Prabhupada said that this song is, quote, a picture of Vrindavan. Everything is there. Srimati Radharani, Vrindavan, Govardhan, Yashoda, and all the cowherd boys. That is a song by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Usually I tell everyone to turn off your electronic devices, but I'm leaving mine on purposely because um, we're in the middle of a car being fixed and I need, I might take, have to take a call. Okay, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Jai Sri Mati Radharani Mahamahotse Bhavir Bhavkiti Kei So today is a big day, it's 
the biggest day in Vrindavan when you go to India, where everybody says Jai Radhe, to which Prabhupada would always answer Hare Krishna. Because you can't separate them, Radha and Krishna. This morning, um, Ananta Dev Prabhu did a lot of nice readings, from the, mainly from the Adi Leela and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. He mercifully left the Bhaji Leela to me, and there's some really wonderful passages in the Bhaji Leela. Our time is brief, so we're just gonna, I'm just going to read um, 10 verses from Bhaji Leela. And uh, Sandamani, Mother Sandamani asked me to talk about Radha Tattva. Because before we can really, 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 really relish the qualities of Srimati Radharani and her pastimes, um, we have to understand who she is, who and what she is. Otherwise, uh, our feelings might be mistaken. So. By the mercy of Sri the Prabhupada, who translated the whole CC really quick. It's like 11,000 verses, not only translated but annotated, purported it. We are, and we'll be able to taste something of the glories of Srimati Radharani. So, in Madhya 8, text 157 to 166, this is uh, a, just one section of the talks between Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who was none other than Krishna in the mood of Radha, in such an esoteric theology, huh? And Ramananda Roy, who is uh, externally a governor. Not only that, he's, in a, he's, a, he's a kayasa, which is a kind of shudra, but he's circumstantially in charge of one province in Varsha. And the section I'm, I'm focusing on is all about who Radharani is. And then it, at the end it really goes into her qualities very poetically, which is a nice transition to what will follow when uh, the devotees have been asked to pick something about Radharani that you really want to appreciate and glorify. Okay. Reading from the Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita Madhulila, Chapter 8, Talks Between the Lord and Ramananda Roy, Texts 157-166. through 166. Translation. The potency called, this is Ramananda instructing Lord Chaitanya, by Lord Chaitanya's mercy. Ramananda can say something. Quote, the potency called Ladini gives Krishna transcendental pleasure. Through this pleasure potency, Krishna personally tastes all spiritual pleasure. Translation, Lord Krishna tastes all kinds of transcendental happiness, although he himself is happiness personified. The pleasure relished by his pure devotees is also manifested by his pleasure potency. Translation, the most essential part of this pleasure, pleasure potency is love of Godhead, Brahma. Consequently, the explanation of love of Godhead is also a transcendental mellow full of pleasure. So even the explanation of love of God, of Brahma. Oops. 
Hare Krishna Prashant Prabhu. Uh, right in the middle of, of addressing the devotees, so um, I know the I know we're on the clock now. Go ahead. You want to you want to drive the car to your place? Right. Right. Okay. So you back here? Are you back here now? Where are you? You're here, and you need someone to drive the Toyota to your place. Okay, so Raj, you know Raj well, he's going to walk in the back, and you have the key, Farshad, so you're going to let Raj, and then Raj, he'll drive you back here. Okay? So, um, I'll, I'll get the, the details later about the testing and all that. Okay? So Raj is coming right over. Could you put your phone on? Oh, hang on. Okay, I'm on speaker now. Can you hear me a little better? Okay. So, so Raj is Raj is coming right now to drive. Okay. 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 Thank you. Hare Krishna. Bye bye. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and now back to our story. So this is Ramananda Roy continuing to describe love of God. Translation, the essential part of love of Godhead is called Mahabhava, transcendental ecstasy. And that ecstasy is represented by Srimati Radharani. So when the devotees first saw a picture of Radharani, they said, who's that? And Prabhupada said, oh, that is Srimati Radharani. Well, who is she? Oh, she's Krishna's best devotee. So Radharani is the best devotee. She knows how to please Krishna better than anyone. Therefore, she's our hero. She's our role model, or our heroine. So we all follow her uh, to Krishna through the spiritual master. Translation. Among the gopis of Vrindavan, Ramananda is saying to Lord Chaitanya, Srimati Radharani and another gopi, who is unnamed here, are considered chief. We can imagine maybe Chandravali or Lalita or Vishaka. But when we compare the gopis, it appears that Srimati Radharani is most important because her real feature, ex Sorry. Oh, this is bogus. Decline. that Srimati Radharani is most important because her real feature expresses the highest ecstasy of love. The ecstasy of love experienced by the other gopis cannot be compared to that of Srimati Radharani. That's a quote Prabhupada says in a one-line purport from Rupa Goswami's Ujvala Nilamani, very confidential Shastra. Translation, the body of Srimati Radharani. Now this is where we start getting into the qualities and the features of Radharani. The body of Srimati Radharani is a veritable transformation of love of Godhead. 
so many transformations of the body. She is the dearmost friend of Krishna, and this is known throughout the world. And now Kaviraj Goswami, as he often does, well, he's quoting Ramananda Roy. So the great thing about CC is that it's it's a it's a potpourri, it's a med, it's a medley of so many wonderful verses introducing us to the truth and the tastes of love of God. So this particular verse is one verse we sang this morning from the Brahma Sanita, if you know it. This is Lord Brahma, the head of our Sampradaya. Quote, I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who resides in his own realm. Goloka with Radha, who resembles his own spiritual figure and who embodies the ecstatic potency, Ladini. Their companions are her confidants, who embody extensions of her bodily form and are imbued and permeated with ever blissful spiritual rasa. And when you hear Prabhupada say that, there's so much rasa in the way he says it, so much taste. This is a quotation from the Brahma Samhita 537. Translation, just a few, three more verses. That supreme ecstasy of Srimati Radharani is the essence of spiritual life. Her only business is to fulfill all the desires of Krishna, and that's love. Radharani is the paragon, the emblem of the highest love, because her love is so selfless that we can't even imagine it. And that's what real love is, it's selfless. As opposed to lust, which is selfish. Text 165 now, the second to last. Quote, Mati Radharani is the topmost spiritual gem. And the other gopis, Lalita, Vishakha, and so on, are expansions of her spiritual body. So Krishna, he's the expansion of so many Purusha avatars. He's the supreme male. And Radha, she's the supreme female. And she's expanding so many um, goddesses of fortune, queens. And we're also of the nature of Parapakri. So we take shelter of her to be saved from the, the lure, the temptation of trying to enjoy this matter, or this. Okay, so here's the last verse, and this last verse has an extensive purport where Srila Prabhupada is quoting Bhaktivinoda Thakur's translation of Raghunath Swami's ecstatic description of Radharani. So it's really poetic, full of tattva, truth, and full of rasa. So here's how it's, here's how the verse sounds. Radha prati Krishna sneha sugandhi udvartam tate ati sugandhi deha ujvalavaram Quote, Srimati Radharani's transcendental body is brilliant in luster and full of all transcendental 
fragrances. Lord Krishna's affection for her is like a perfumed massage. What a metaphor. Lord Krishna's love, affection for Radharani is like a, like a perfumed massage. Did you ever get a massage, massage with, uh, with good oils, essential oils? It's really good. It's really, it really <laughs> I don't mean that it just it feels good, but it goes so deep. Like, especially when they heat the oils, like I had these South Indian hot, uh, what do you call them? Uh, sesame oil. You heat it really hot, and then they... It's very refreshing. So, Lord Krishna's affection for Radharani is like the perfume massage. Srila Prabhupada's purport, and that this will be the end before we uh, go around the room. Purport. Sugandhi Udvartan refers to a paste made of several perfumes and fragrant oils. This paste is massaged all over the body. And in this way, the body's dirt and perspiration are removed. Srimati Radharani's body is automatically perfumed. But when her body is massaged with the scented paste of Lord Krishna's affection, her entire body is doubly perfumed and made brilliant and lustrous. This is the beginning of Krishnadas Kariraj Goswami's description of Srimati Radharani's transcendental body. This description found in verses 165 to 181. So this is, this is just the beginning of the description, but I'm ending at the beginning because it just it goes way on from there. It's based on a book, the description is based on a book by Srila Rabhanath Das Goswami, who was one of Kaviraj Goswami's Siksha Gurus at the end of every chapter, Rupa Rabhanath Adeli, like that. So, yeah. Uh, it's based on a book by Raghunath Das Goswami known as Kremam Bhojamaram. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's translation of the original Sanskrit reads as follows. So the whole rest of the purport is Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur giving his translation of this description of Srimati Radharani. And it's so cool, you can get easily lost in the metaphors, but just try to absorb it. Quote, The love of the gopis for Krishna is full of transcendental ecstasy. It appears to be a brilliant jewel, and enlightened by such a transcendental jewel, Radharani's body is further perfumed and decorated with kunkum, in the morning, her body is bathed in the nectar of compassion. In the afternoon, in the nectar of youth. And in the evening, in the nectar of luster itself. In this way, the bathing is performed and her body becomes as brilliant as the Chintamani jewel. She is dressed in various kinds of silken garments, one of which is her natural shyness. So her natural shyness is compared to the silken garment. Her beauty is more and more enhanced, being decorated with the red kumkum of beauty itself and the blackish musk of conjugal love. Thus her body is decorated with different colors. 
Her ornaments embody the natural symptoms of ecstasy. Trembling, tears, jubilation, stunning, perspiration, faltering of the voice, bodily redness, madness, and dullness. Even dullness is an ecstasy in the spiritual life. <laughs> in this way, her entire body is bedecked with these nine different jewels. Over and above this, the beauty of her body is enhanced by her transcendental qualities which constitute the flower garland hanging on her body. The ecstasy of love for Krishna is known as dhira and adhira, sober and restless. Such ecstasy constitutes the covering of Srimati Radharani's body and it is adorned with camphor. Her transcendental anger toward Krishna is embodied as the arrangement of the hair on her head and the tilak of her great fortune shines on her beautiful forehead. Srimati Radharani's earrings are the holy names of Krishna. So she's constantly hearing the holy names of Krishna. As well as the hearing of his name and fame, her lips are always reddish due to the betel nut of ecstatic affection for Krishna. The black ointment around her eyes is her tricky behavior with Krishna, brought about by love. Her joking with Krishna and gentle smiling constitute the camphor with which she is perfumed. She sleeps in her room with the aroma of pride, and when she lies down in her bed, the transcendental variety of her loving ecstasies is like a jeweled locket in the midst of her necklace of separation. Her transcendental breasts are covered by her sari in the form of affection and anger toward Krishna. She has a stringed instrument known as a kachapi vina, which is the fame and fortune that actually dries up the faces and breasts of the other gopis. She always keeps her hands on the shoulder of her gopi friend, who represents her youthful beauty, and although she is highly qualified in so many spiritual assets, she is nonetheless affected by the cupid known as Krishna. Thus she is defeated. Srila Raghunath Das Goswami offers his respectful obeisances to Srimati Radharani, taking a straw in his mouth. Indeed, he prays, O Gandharvika, Srimati Radharani, just as Lord Krishna never rejects a surrendered soul, please don't reject me. And then Prabhupada ends by saying, This is a summary translation of the Premam Bhoja Maram, which Kaviraj Goswami quotes. It just takes off from there for another 15 verses, but I think it's time to segue into some uh, devotee appreciations for Srimati Radharani. Could be anything, anything simple, could be very lofty, as long as it's what? Sincere. Jai Radhe Srimati Radharani Ki Jai.
just going to kind of go around the room. If anyone can go up there and can start clockwise. Um, yeah, I just want to say that I'm really grateful for uh, Rana because she is my greatest advocate. <laughs> and uh, if I can get in to her good graces, then I can surely reach Krishna. This has a double Yeah, both. But yeah, you know, she, um, I feel like she's constantly rooting for me and uh, always recommending me to Krishna. And as long as I can please her, then surely I can attain Krishna. I agree. so many ways is just so mystical and magical. Um, I love who she is and I'm so grateful that I have her name and that I get to say, you know, Radha Sindri Devi Dasi and I get to remind myself that I am the servant of the servant and she's like the greatest servant. So, um, yeah, I love Radha. Hare Krishna. Thank you. <laughs> Hare Krishna, everybody. Um, when I think of Radha, I think of devotion and love and compassion, and she's a complete embodiment of that. And how Krishna is so enchanted by her, and he's just conquered by her love. And how we can do something so small out of devotion, and Krishna is so moved by our, um, our service to him. And so whenever I think of Radha, she's just, she's so beautiful. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm grateful that um, I, uh, yeah, I'm grateful that I get to serve all the devotees and it just, uh, it just reminds me of that love that they share, Radha and Krishna. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I 
Krishna. So, um, one important story that comes to mind because I didn't know we were going to do this was that uh, a story coming to uh, Prabhuji regarding how to be able to explain the love of Radha and Krishna to non-devotees or possibly even people who are not theists, what have you. And uh, one story I heard, uh, or recollection of the essence of the point was that, you know, even for people who might not believe in a personified deity of, of the divine, of Radha and Krishna, uh, but in the Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita, what is really important is the essential qualities of them. And so one important thing I took to be able to share with, you know, people I work with at work or if they ask me what uh, my attraction to the bioness or my connection is like, well, you know, if you don't have that, if you don't know all of the qualities, like for instance today, we learned, I learned even more qualities of Radha, but that essence of the attraction of love between Radha and Krishna is like the most supreme attraction that even it doesn't even stop at one level it grows and grows and grows um, let me remember is that you know the more devoted and loving and the greatest the, the greater the service Radha provides to Krishna the more he's attracted to her the more he's attracted to her the more her uh, devotion elevates to him and it's an ongoing um, perpetual increasing mood and um, bhava to them and so yeah, that was um, the, the way it was explained to me is pretty um, impactful, and so that came to mind. And um, I, 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 I'm not very articulate, so in terms of expressing how that was expressed to me is kind of difficult. But basically, it's not a static love between them two. It's always constantly, eternally growing. And I don't know what's the word. Expanding. Ever expanding, yes, ever expanding, and so for us, you know, luckily, uh, very blessed that she manifests her to us and the deity and other devotees, the guru, the shastras, so we can learn and get more, more personal, intimate connection with her um, as her servant, and really attract and try to join our soul with Krishna through her. So. Um, anyway, that came to mind. Hare Krishna. I guess my uh, favorite thing that I've ever heard about Radharani was something that, I'm sorry I've told this before, but... Uh, <laughs> Jivananda Prabhu was speaking at Radhasami about maybe three years ago and he said, told this little story. And I like it because it, uh, well for one thing I guess I feel like I'm sort of a practically minded person as opposed to a philosophical or something brainy. He said that when Radharani first saw Krishna or met Krishna, that she neglected to even say hello. She just took off running to the forest to make a garland for him. And uh, so, this is something I think about, especially on a day like this.
In Srimati Radharani is love of Krishna, and that is the essence of Krishna, is that he is the <coughs> supreme being who is filled with love. And uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita it says that Radha and Krishna were originally one and they have separated themselves eternally in order to experience the exchange of love. And so this is the highest understanding of God and love of God. And uh, Srila Prabhupada has said that it is amazing that this Krishna consciousness movement is spreading all over the world and interesting all classes of men and women and the subject matter of love of God, which is practically either not discussed or understood uh, otherwise anywhere throughout the whole world. And that love is Srimati Radharani. She is the perfect devotee who knows how to perfectly love Krishna and please Krishna. And if we take shelter of Radharani, uh, then she will take us to Krishna and Krishna will also be pleased with us. Like we read that shloka this morning that Srila Prabhupada wrote on board the Jaladuta, September 13th, 1965, that my dear brothers, your good fortune will come when you have pleased Srimati Radharani. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, Srimati Radharani is the pleasure potency of Krishna, and she possesses 25 transcendental qualities, which I'd like to name off right now. She is very sweet. She is always freshly youthful. She has restless eyes. She smiles brightly. She has beautiful, auspicious lines. She makes Krishna happy with her bodily aroma. She's an expert singer, has charming speech, expert in joking and speaking pleasantly, very humble and meek, always full of mercy. She is cunning, expert, in executing her duties, she is shy, always respectful, always calm, always grave, expert enjoying life, situated at the topmost level of ecstatic love. She's the reservoir of loving affairs in Gokula. She can give shelter to all kinds of devotees. She is always affectionate to superiors and inferiors. She is very submissive to the love of her friends. She's the chief gopi, and she possesses unlimited transcendental qualities, just as Lord Krishna does. My favorite blurbs from well, not blur, but uh, statement Prabhupada made about Radharani's nature is that she's canvassing on our behalf, but her mood is, this devotee is better than me and pushing ahead of me. That's always kind of inconceivable. And as followers of Rupa Goswami, Rupa Nugas, trying to emulate that mood, um, I was thinking about, you know, we often 
here the example about watering the root of a tree and, and all branches are satisfied. So, but what is, what is the, you could say the greatest service to the root of the tree is to serve the devotees. And that's, it, it, it's not independent, like to say I'm serving Krishna and then it, automatically everything's accomplished. But, but what, it, what does that practically entail? Because Krishna says that no one's more dear to me than someone who helps, you know, reclaim the fallen souls. So Radharani's mood of pushing others before is something to reflect on. Hi, Krishna, everybody. <laughs> um, let's see. So she's not spoken much of, um, so I haven't really heard too many pastimes, but I listened to one, and it basically just said that uh, she was blind until Krishna came in to see her, and then she opened up her eyes, and we can learn that we should only utilize our senses and all that just for Krishna's pleasure. So I thought that was pretty amazing. And um, the other one just being that in the Srimad Bhagavatam when it was uh, spoken to King Pritchett um, that she wasn't mentioned because he was cursed to pass away in seven days and needed to learn about Lord Krishna before that time. And so the person speaking it to Krishna um, didn't want to mention her because he didn't want to pass out in ecstasy and not be able to speak <laughs> about Lord Krishna anymore. And uh, I have, you know, I have uh, naturally some stage fright as most of us do, but I definitely feel that feeling just listening about her and trying to speak of her. Um, and then I wanted to finish just by, I looked up something and said, um, Devotees celebrate Radhastami as the appearance anniversary of Srimati Radharani, who is Lord Krishna's greatest devotee, the feminine aspect of the Absolute Truth, and Lord Krishna's energy personified. Her special qualification is that she is the best devotee of Krishna. Krishna therefore loves her the most. On her festival days, devotees see Krishna's grace, um, will especially ask her to grant them devotion to her beloved Lord, knowing that if they can attain her favor, they can attain his as a natural consequence. Others may pray to Lord Krishna that he may permit them to approach the lotus feet of Srimati Radharani, knowing that if he is satisfied by their, by their prayer, then she will smile upon them also, and pure devotion will be theirs. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Hare Krishna, everybody. It's good to be back and see you all. I realized that in my uh, growing older in my uh, spiritual life, or more mature uh, in my spiritual life, that I've been neglecting Srimati Radharani for many, many years. And uh, it's something I'm really catching up with now when I chant my rounds. And during the day when I pray to Krishna, I really try to remember it's Radha Krishna. I was also just thinking, we should actually be the movement for 
Radha Krishna consciousness, the Radha Krishna consciousness movement. But that, I guess that's very, it's kind of the best kept secret that we, we have in this supreme philosophy that no other uh, spiritual movement has figured out. So, um, yeah, um, it's, uh, there are innum innumerable verses that explain how Krishna, who's God himself, is controlled by the love of Srimati Radharani, and that, it blows my mind every time I, I read that, and um, also it's, it's written that Lord Krishna has to take birth as Lord Chaitanya to feel the love of Srimati Radharani. You probably talked about that this morning, or, but it's just, it's amazing, it's just amazing. So I, I make a special effort to not just remember Krishna, but remember Radha Krishna. Thank you. So, if we ever <coughs> want anything, we have to find somebody who has it. And if we want to love Krishna, then we can go to Radharani because she has all of it. And uh, she's actually engaging us in Krishna's service. Um, I was doing a little calculation and we chant, you know, 16 rounds of Maha Mantra. And so, if you multiply 16 times 108, and then multiply that times 16 again because there's 16 names of Krishna. Half of those are Radharani. Hare means, means Radha. So we're actually chanting almost 14,000 um, names of Radharani a day, which shows, that's, and that's the minimum, almost 14,000 names of Radharani every day. And that is the, the, the religion for the age is really to call out to Radharani. That's why we, we say Radharani first, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare So actually I was reading uh, Bhakti Purushottama Prabhu's book, called, it's called Radharani. And uh, once Krishna was with his friend Subal, and he heard a, a bird chanting the glories of Radharani. So Krishna was overwhelmed with ecstasy. So I know that Krishna is pleased with all of you glorifying Radharani because he's his most beloved. And if you glorify his most beloved, that makes Krishna ecstatic. And um, there's one time that Krishna turned into a peacock. Um, Radharani would come and cook for Krishna every day. And one particular day she wasn't able to come. So Krishna was missing her very much. And so Krishna decided to go to Varshana to see Radharani. So he was up on a hill and he was looking down at the home of King Rishabhanu to see Radharani and he couldn't see her. So he started making these uh, calls like a peacock. And Radharani heard and she knew this was my Krishna. And so Radharani uh, left the house, didn't tell her mother, left the house to go be with Krishna. And they were um, ecstatic seeing each other and they went and they were enjoying uh, loving talks in a cave and Krishna was resting his head on the lap of Radharani. And so Mother Kutita is coming to find his girl, her girl because she's been missing. And so she's coming into the cave and 
Krishna can see Krishna can see her, and so Krishna turns himself into a peacock, and because Radharani was stroking the head of Radharani, and so uh, you know then she was stroking the peacock, and Mother Kutita said, "What are you doing?" He says, "Oh, I was just bored in the house, so I decided to come and spend some time petting this peacock." And so they both had to go home. <clears throat> but the main main uh, main thing I wanted to share is that we can access uh, Radharani through Lord Jaitanya. Because Lord Jaitanya is in the mood of Radharani. Lord Jaitanya is our immediate connection to Radharani. His whole pastimes, everything that Lord Jaitanya did was showing us how Radharani feels. Showing us um, uh, his ecstatic emo- her ecstatic emotions for Krishna in this form of Radharani. And so um, also uh, Srila Prabhupada, he said that um, the, he said that Krishna is very compassionate, and his compassionate nature is actually Srimati Radharani. And so that's why he said we have a half-day fast on Radhastami. As opposed to John Masnami, we have a full-day fast, because Radharani is more merciful. So Jaya Srimati Radharani. I decided that Radharani's so far hidden and such a treasure. She got to wait a long time to have an experience of her. And um, because it's been a long time for me. But um, I've been going to the Krishna Cove, and Jivananda has, was, he's gone now, but he was there a few times. And we've been doing a um, thing where he asks, questions and he wants us to write the answers down on a piece of paper and little did I know that after you write the papers down somebody comes and swipes them up and <laughs> takes them away from you so you don't get to answer your own questions but so you have to got to get exposed a little bit so this one second night that I went he was asking this questions about what do you like in devotees what do you not like in devotees and for the first time, I think, in my whole life, or adult life, my mind was clear. It was, I, didn't, I wasn't bothered or garbled by anything. And I was just like a clean slate. And I had no answers for that pe- his questions. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So I have no answers. And so he's kind of talking, and everybody's kind of writing. And so... And I knew that they were going to be picking them up now. And so I all of a sudden came in. It was a tight, in the last month or so, I've been really trying to find the best job for me. And, um, and um, I got, I'm trying to find you the best job. And I'm like, where did that come from? Because I had a really clear head of no thoughts, no answers. And I got that it was from Radharani. And I'm like, really? Because I have had for years and years and years no experience of Radha. Radha loves Krishna. Krishna loves Radha. That's it. You know, they're together. Not me. Them. Nothing with Radha. A little bit with Krishna, but nothing with Radha. Because she's really a treasure, hidden away, a diamond. And um, so I wrote that on the piece of paper. I'm trying to find the best job. (laughs) And so... They come and pick it up, and Jivananda's 
reading through them, okay, somebody says, I like this and this devotee, and I don't like this and this devotee. And finally, he, no, actually somebody else has read it for him. And then Jivananda's given his little purport on what people say. And so the person picks the other devotee, picks it up, and he goes, I'm trying to find you the best job. And Jivananda goes, they must have meant, I'm trying to get you the best jab. Because he's always looking for devotees to kind of jab at him and tease at him and challenge him. And I said, so I said, no, I just got that message and I was here with you guys. So I guess we're all part of it. And so that's my, when I think of Radha, that's what I think. It's like for the first time in many, many years, do I have any kind of a personal experience of her at all? What to do, but be thankful. Hey, Krishna. So every year I get to spend at least a week in Vrindavan. And here we're having a formal program to think about Radharani and say something about Radharani and remember Radharani. But really the mood in Vrindavan from the street sweeper up to the temple pujaris and all the temples, it's always Radhe, Radhe. They're always thinking about Radharani. So it's a really nice absorption. And uh, even though most of my time is there shopping, uh, we always take one morning to go with Dina Bandhu uh, to a special place. So um, I tell them, you know, we've, this is my 60th trip to India. I've seen everything. I want to, uh, you know, if you could find some really cool, esoteric, far out place that we've never been before, that would make it really special. So last year he took us to this temple and it was a temple with Radharani as a baby. And she was crawling. <laughs> it was, I mean, you know, the deity, you know, she's always standing giving benediction or in a dancing mudra. So this, this deity was Radharani as a baby. And actually the pastime was what um, uh, Nick Prabhu was talking about, that when Radha was born, she was born, you know, she couldn't open her eyes. And there was a benediction that, you know, she would open her eyes when she saw her most beloved. And so they'd always pass her around, but she would never open her eyes. So then when um, she would, there was a function and uh, she was left there in the basket, then Krishna came and lifted the basket up and like that. So that temple is the only temple, he said it was the only temple um, in Vrindavan or anywhere in the world that Radharani is, is a, as a little baby. So that was really special. Okay, so now we will um, have uh, Arti, we have the Prashad, we have the offering. So now we will chant and then we will um, get the feast ready to serve out. So, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.